When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Well, Everton obviously appealed that decision and now with four points back, it lifts them to 15th and crucially five points clear of the relegation zone. So what's the reaction to this news from Blues fan? A little bit of uh, relief, I should imagine. Uh, Les Roberts is from the Blue Room podcast and joins me now. Uh, hi, Les. When, when we were talking about this news yesterday, there was a little bit of relief for me, obviously, being a Blue, but it was kind of bittersweet. It was tinged with... Well, hang on a minute. There's something else coming over the horizon. Did it feel like that for you? Yeah, it did really. It felt it felt a little bit like sort of a bit of common sense had come into the argument because obviously it had been reduced to six from ten, and if you go into administration, you only get nine. So that was that was the sort of first thing that when it when it broke, it didn't really sit right with anyone. Um, but yeah, as you say, we've got this second one hanging. Nothing's ever straightforward with Everton, is it? No, not we've at all. We've got this second one hanging over us now. And you just can't help feeling that it will eventually become 12 points in the end if he just hits us with another six. Um, So while it's not necessarily cause for celebration, um, the table does look a lot better, doesn't it? And you kind of think it it seems like Luton got a little bit of a boost when we got the initial 10-point deduction. Mm. Um, So I'm hoping it has the, the reverse effect this time and they sort of drop off a cliff a bit. And we can have a nice little sort of relatively relaxed end to the season, which would be lovely for once. Don't be ridiculous. We never have a relaxed end to any season, do we? I mean, it certainly feels that way. I mean, the fact that Everton was successful with their appeal and got some of these points back, I mean, some would say that would show that the process is flawed. Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, it, it seems like it was just an arbitrary number, just picked out the ether to sort of say, yeah, we'll, we'll give them this punishment and see what happens. I don't think, I think what's come out from this is that it doesn't seem like the Premier League have a, uh, a sort of proper process in place to say, you know, if you go over by this much, you get, you know, you get this sanction or, you know, so it, it could be if you go over by a pound or you go over by 50 million pounds, you might get the same sanction. But they're not even saying that this will be like a precedent now. So even this next case that gets heard with Ozan Forrest, it could be a completely different outcome because it seems to go to this independent commission who then can sort of say what the punishment should be. So it's a really, really weird way of doing things. And I think it's it, it's kind of shown them up a little bit. I think they were desperate not to have the government intervene, you know, put that independent regulator in. Um, so they've kind of gone in heavy-handed with Everton. But mm. I think it's blown up in the face a little bit because it's it's like, you know, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing at all. And they're just kind of making it up on the hoof. I mean, just one other thing as well, you know, it, it sort of highlighted how badly Everton's been run. These last few years, you can't sort of um, can't sort of take that out of the equation. You know, the Premier League get a lot of stick, deservedly so. 
But uh, the fact that Everton find themselves in this position is it's pretty scandalous, really, isn't it? You know, and, and another thing to add to that is we don't really know who's running the club at the minute, and we don't know who's got if this takeover is going to go through. It's yeah. Well, it's Everything's it's in flux, isn't it? In it, air, it but... Yeah, it, it depends what you what you read, what you believe. You know, if we go down the, yeah. you know, the and we we've all had these messages. I've got it on good authority and a good source that this is going to happen. You know, we've learned you just have to wait and find out the facts rather yeah. than listening to, uh, to to you know Dave's mate on on Facebook somewhere. But the fans got behind the club during this. Everton have thanked all of the fans for their support. I think that's been an important part of this this whole drama if you like that the fans and what they played in in the process there's been a sense of coming together and not taking this line down I mean, we don't take that you know if, if you feel wronged particularly yeah. in this city we're like a dog with a bow mate we, we, we just don't let it go yeah it's you know it's because there's been a lot of reasons for the fan base to be fractured over the last few years you know the way basically when the football's rubbish people don't get on duty because you get people you know saying they boo the team, they're not good enough. And then yeah. people saying, well, you shouldn't boo the team, you should get behind them. But I think when it's something like this, that's an off-the-pitch thing that none of us really want to get involved in. You know, you, when we're doing the podcast, all we want to talk about is the football and how bad we were on a particular day, or possibly good. But it's been tinged with, like, you know, solicitors and legal cases and stuff. But yeah. I suppose the one positive is it has brought the fans together, really, um, because we can see that the club's been wrong, wronged. And I think... I think all fans should really take a look at this now. And I know you're never going to get past the tribalism, but there's a lot of clubs could be implicated in this sort of thing now. And, you know, it's one where the fans should probably, fans of maybe not the top six, because they seem to be a little bit exempt from everything. Um, fans of the other clubs should take a look at this and sort of see whatever they've done, see what's happened, and sort of take steps to, you know, if it does happen to their club, be ready for it. Because I've, I've got this horrible, like, image now whereby. You know, you sort of wait for the January transfer window to come through and you think, mm. right, who, who are we going to sign this window? Yeah. Is it going to be the case where we're waiting for clubs' accounts to get published to see if they get a fine or something like that? Because so you know it, what it, you it can spend like, then, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It, just, it just seems like so mired in litigation, these rules, because mm. I know they're changing the rules in August, but the, the way it's gone, it's just... You know, it just it just it's taken sort of the competitive edge away from the whole thing. You know, no one spent any money in January probably because they're all terrified to go over this sort of threshold. And it's, you know, on the one hand, if teams start, like, really taking it seriously, OK, it might be better for the game. Right. But I think there's I think there's serious changes needed on the financial side of things to make it not only a fairer playing field, but, you know, a, a place where clubs can actually, you know, act in their own best interest within... You know, and within just enjoy the game. I, I want to be able to go, yeah. go to the game. I mean, I do go to the game, but I want to be able to go to the game and enjoy the game rather than somebody scored scored a worldie have they disallowed it for VAR, which is probably another conversation for another day. But I don't want a cloud hanging over. You know, I, I, I don't want to be this glass half-empty supporter anymore. I want to be a glass half-full supporter, but it's really difficult. And just, we've got about a minute left. Um, on the pitch at the moment, with everything that's going on, difficult for... I mean, Dice has said, hasn't he, you know, we just concentrate. We need to get points on the yeah. board, and that's it. Everything else, you know, let's just put that to one side. We are where we are, and that's crucial at the moment because if more points do get taken away, this is the time now. You've got West Ham coming at the weekend. This is the time now to start getting points on the board and try and aim for that kind of middle section of the table, I think. And it must be difficult for the players with everything that's going on to focus too. 
Yeah, it must be like, you know, have you ever like been working on a computer and you forget to save something and you lose it completely <laughs> and then you can't be bothered going back to it? It That's must it. feel like that, mustn't it, where you win three games, like, oh, no, you can't have the points for that. So, yeah, it must, it must be dead demoralising. But, yeah, we, you know, the good thing for me is we've got, on paper, some winnable games coming up at Goodison. So I think yeah. we've all just got to get behind the team and do our bit, haven't we? All right. Give uh, give the podcast a plug before we let you go, Les. Yeah, it's uh, The Blue Room. Uh, so you can get that on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers now. All right. Take care, mate. Thank you. There's, uh, uh, well, the, the conversation... Uh, about uh, the situation with Everton at the moment, Les Roberts uh, from the Blue Room. He's play footy with the Blue Room. He's play with those lads. Yeah, he's got some dirty players in that team. Sports Social Podcast Network.